What's up, everyone? Welcome to the American Nomad Podcast for Tuesday, June 29th, 2021. I am your host, Rav Holly. I want to thank you for joining me. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit today about uh, me waking up this morning, going through the news. You know, it used to be, uh, you know, the Dallas Morning News, the Wall Street Journal, and the New York Times. Nowadays, it's just me going through my you know, my new little news feeds on my phone and a couple of stories caught my eye right away. I ended up not even thinking I was still halfway asleep. Uh, and I put this whole thing together and put it, threw it up on my Instagram stories. And, uh, I guess I got to get a, give a trigger warning because it triggered some people. I had a couple of people that were upset by it, but then I had about 10 or 15 people that, you know, sent me the hundred on, you know, the emoji and, uh, you know, had a couple of girls thanking me. So, uh, it's a hot topic and, uh, I guess, uh, I want to discuss it on today's show and see where we are and you're welcome to leave comments on this video i'm doing something a little bit different this is being recorded this is not a live stream so uh you know it's a little bit different something i haven't been doing lately but i'm looking to do more of so i've been working on getting this set up to do that so anyway without further ado stay with me i may have some technical difficulties this is all brand new but without further ado let's roll the intro Welcome to the American Nomad Podcast, hosted by the legend himself, or as I refer to him, the legend in his own mind, Rav Holly. All right. So, uh, yeah, again, welcome to the show. Uh, hopefully this goes off without a hitch. Like I said, uh, I'm used to live streaming these things, so uh, we're not live streaming. We're just in a recording and uh, going to be throwing this up on YouTube and uh, we'll see how it does. Well, live streams don't seem to get much traction on YouTube, so I'm hoping we'll get a little bit more traction with just a uh, recorded video. So anyway, you know, it's uh, the the uh, title of the video was pretty provocative. I understand that. And I guess in this day and time, you know, some people even might deem it as hate speech. I don't even know. But I saw this morning uh, a couple of stories that really caught my eye right away and uh just made me really quickly put this thing together that i just kind of without you know putting a lot of thought into it it was just kind of my what do you call it word vomit or whatever it was first things that come, came to my mind just this common sense factor can't see the forest for the trees kind of stuff uh and i know being in the midst of pride month uh, i knew that it could be it'd be deemed pretty controversial probably but I still wanted to put it out there. Uh, you know, I guess you got to, you know, got to be an ally to uh, the community for the LBGTQRSTV community. And uh, so I guess that's probably why this is, you know, looked at as controversial. Like I said, I had a couple of people that were triggered by it on the negative, but I got a lot of positive feedback. So I just wanted to, you know, uh, put my two cents in out there and hopefully just make some people think if nothing else whether you agree with me or not hopefully you'll think about what i have to say so with that being said let's get into what i posted on my instagram story so let me see if i can get a screen share there so i'm going to show you guys exactly what i posted on my instagram story so you know exactly you know what if you didn't see it uh, and you're just watching this video you know what we're talking about. So let's go ahead and see if we can view my story here. 
don't know if you'll be able to hear my story. We'll see. There we go. So Miss Nevada USA makes history with first transgender winner, winner. And I posted amazing just goes to prove men are literally better at everything than woman. It's supposed to be women. And I, you know, I can't type or spell. So I put woman. Anyway, that was uh, yesterday's podcast show. Doesn't have anything to do with today's topic. But then I put, are women that dumb or are men just that manipulative? So on today's uh, show, American Nomad, real talk. And we'll jump over here next. Uh, the two top beauty gurus on YouTube that teach women how to, that teach women how to put on their makeup. James Charles, 25 million subscribers. Jeffree Star, 16 million subscribers. Next, say goodbye to your Olympic medals, ladies. The trans athlete competed in the men's. And the men's category in 2013 when he came out as trans. Next. Oh, that's right. In the clown world you live in, there is no difference between men and strength-wise. Question. If that were true in the case, come. If that is true and the case, how come you don't have a plethora of women transitioning to men trying to compete with men in sports, just men transitioning to women to compete with women? And women's sports. So again, I'll ask you, are you women that effing dumb or are men just that effing manipulative? It literally has to be one of the two. Uh, so yeah, so we'll jump into uh, the first story, which is the Nevada. Miss Nevada trailblazes her way into Miss USA pageant as its first transgender contestant. Oh, I thought she won. Didn't I see, didn't the tweet say that she won? I thought it said that she won. Am I mistaken here? Am I getting all riled up for nothing? I mean, I'm not riled up, but uh, you know, am I doing this all for nothing? Because I don't even know where it is now. Let's see if I can find it. Okay, so maybe uh, this person is just competing. I could have swore the tweet said that they won. Let me go back to my stories. Miss Nevada makes history with first transgender. Yeah, first transgender winner. That's what the tweet is. So, I don't know. This doesn't say that uh, the person won. Just says they're competing. So, I don't know. Interesting. Let's see. Miss Nevada... Miss Nevada. Let me try. Let's try another one. Miss Nevada. Trans. Winner. Oh, yeah. Trans woman wins Miss Nevada. Let's see if that's it. Yes. Wins Miss Nevada. So there we go. That's what we're looking for. I just pulled up the wrong story. So there you go. Transgender woman. Oh, it's just because this the other one's got a better picture. This one doesn't even have one picture of the of the winner. Cataluna Enriquez. Right? Let's see, maybe the Omaha maybe the Omaha. Uh geez. Yeah. Great, great, great stuff here. Not literally nothing coming up. Let's try this. We'll go back to this story. Newly crowned Miss Nevada will be first transgender woman to compete for Miss USA. There we go. So that's what we're looking for. So, you know, 
that's you know, that's the quite you know this is probably a biological woman here this is not a biological woman this is a trans woman so that's uh you know that's my question is you know and, and the thing is is women are celebrating this you know a lot of women are celebrating this win you know because they're so uh allies of the trans community the lbgq rstuv community they're such allies that they don't even realize i don't know if it's naivety or it's the question that i ask are men that manipulative or women just that dumb because that's a man that men are now competing and women winning women's events you know there's an adage you know people love nowadays to they love to throw out that uh you know stay in your lane kind of thing so men are literally infiltrating women's sports women's beauty pageants uh on the cover of women's magazines beauty magazines you know they're taking over the covers and you have all of these women that are celebrating this all of this stuff that women are losing you're literally losing these things for yourselves because either this is just some virtue signaling and they're just uh, picking these people, these trans people uh, right now, just a virtue signal to, you know, show how inclusive their pageant is or it's legit. And if it's legit, there's only so many trans people right now. I mean, trans is, you know, a very minute part of the population, right? So what happens further on down the road when trans makes up a really whole bunch of the population? And instead of having one trans person, so you got one trans person in this pageant and wins. Out of all the women, out of all the women that were born with vaginas, you have one person in this pageant that was born with a penis, and that person wins over all of the women that were born with a vagina. I mean, what happens when, you know, hey, if one trans person can be in the pageant, you know, what happens when it's, uh, you know, if there's 50 contestants, what happens when 15 of those contestants are trans? And biological women can't compete because, you know, we either got a virtue signal or something and make sure that the trans person wins, right? You know, and show how, you know, inclusive and what an ally we are. So women, I don't even, you know, in Nevada now, if you're a woman or I'm, or if you were, if you're a, a person, let's, let's do it this way. If you're a person that was born with a vagina, I'm just going to tell you right now, women in Nevada, women that were born as babies that came out with a vagina you should probably not even enter any of the the nevada us miss usa pageant because you've evidently need to be born with a penis if you're going to have a chance to win you know to win so women you've lost that that's not your that's not your lane anymore uh you got to be born with a penis to win a beauty to win the miss usa pageant in nevada so, you know, and it's just going to go, it, it starts with Nevada. That's the way it always starts. It starts with one and it just steamrolls across for the rest of them. So right now it's Nevada. 10 years from now, it'll be all 50 states. It'll be all trans, you know, and uh, no women, no bio or no, no person born with a vagina that'll be winning the beauty contest for Miss USA. And, you know, and, and then, you know, it, it doesn't end there it, all in one day. This is one morning, baby, one morning that these that these are in the news. So then we jump right over 
to this story here, which is Olympics first trans athlete defies science and fairness in quest for gold. So this first transgender weightlifter, Laurel Hubbard, who from New Zealand, who competed in the men's uh, powerlifting or weightlifting up until 2013 when they came out as trans, uh, is now going to be competing. Uh, who was born biologically male is now going to be who is named Gavin Hubbard uh, is now going to be competing against women biological women that was born with a vagina when he was born with a penis and probably and may still have a penis. Uh, so women, ladies, say goodbye to your beauty pageants, which, you know, I guess today's women don't like beauty pageants anyway, right? So I guess that's a, you know, that's a good thing because, uh, you know, it's what is that uh, misogynistic role playing or something uh, for women to be judged by their beauty. So I guess that's probably, you know, better that it's all trans, you know, trans uh, people that are, you know, uh, competing in beauty pageants now and on the covers of, you know, like Sports Illustrated and stuff, because, you know, that's uh, women don't need to be on there for men to gawk over. So that's, a, you know, it's a good thing that, you know, the women are given. It's not really giving up. What are you doing, women? You're just forfeiting that lane, I guess. You're just letting men have it because we rule the world. Men rule the world. So that's like I said. So are men that manipulative or women are women just that dumb? Maybe women are just that naive. You have a lot of the population of women that are just that naive because men are so manipulative that we've literally got you to celebrate us taking stuff away from you. You want equality, but we're going to beat you at your own game. We're going to beat you in beauty pageants. We're going to beat you in weightlifting at the Olympics. We're going to beat you in every sport at the Olympics eventually. As we as we continue to infiltrate your sports and and the Olympics, and you know uh, somebody got all bent, and then I had to come back on my uh, somebody come at me all bent, saying that there's no difference, in you know between uh, the trans women and biological women as far as strength and all of this business, and I yeah I said yeah if that's the case, then why don't you have a whole bunch of uh, trans women or I mean are trans women that are that are that are transitioning into men uh trans men why don't you have a bunch of them trying to compete against men in men's sports i haven't seen any i think i've seen one female kicker but she's just a girl but i haven't seen any women like really trying to compete you know uh in men's sports on any level you know what I mean? So, or especially any trans, uh, any trans men. I haven't seen one. I can't think of one trans man off the top of my head, but I've seen trans girls from junior high school to high school to the Olympics now to cage fighting to MMA. The, uh, God, what was the MMA fighter? I can't think of uh, that person's name. That was literally beating the brakes off of these girls, like breaking their orbital bones in their faces. Uh, what was that? I mean, Joe Rogan talked about it, got a bunch of hate for it. May trans. Trans fighter. Cannot think of their name to save my life. Fallon Fox. Yeah. So uh, Fox here, who is not even really that good a fighter. I think uh, Fallon fought uh, in the men's 
and literally got a, you know, didn't do very well at all, but then came into, uh, you know, came into, uh, transitioned to trans and literally just started this, this is, you know, that person just beating the brakes off the ladies, you know what I mean? Just like, just, just demolishing them. And, uh, there was one woman that beat, uh, fallen. So, you know, it's like I said, it's not that great, but, um, but he ended up like smashing a lot of women. And, uh, the biggest problem was, is the, the, not only, uh, did I have a problem with that to begin with, uh, he didn't disclose that he was trans or they, or them, or whatever the hell you call them, uh, didn't disclose that they were trans to begin with. Um, you know, and I have, you know, I'll throw out the whole, you know, I have trans friends. I have trans friends. I have friends that have trans friends. I have nothing against trans people in general. Uh, whatever they want to do to live their life. It's just, when it comes to being an ally, I'm actually an ally of women, of real biological women. I don't give up. I don't give a, I don't give a rat's about men that want to be women or that feel like they're women on the inside. I could care less. You know what I mean? They're a little, for me, they're a little tiny, minute part of the population that don't really is garner my attention. Uh, so I'm not, I don't, I don't, I'm not an ally. I'm not in anything. You know what I mean? I'm like, you live your life. I'll live mine. Like I said, I do have friends that are trans and I have no problem with them, but you know, I, I'll, I call them females to their face and there's females, to the, but I'll also tell them to their face that I think they're about that. They're a man. They're never going to be, they're not women. They're never going to be women. They're not real women. Now I'll say they're trans women. You know, it's, if that's a, you know, that's a definition of, you know, a trans female or whatever, but they're not real women. They'll never be real women. There's nothing in the world that can make them real, real women. If they start having a period maybe every month and can, you know, carry a, carry a, you know, a, a fetus, you know, and actually get pregnant, which maybe one day, you know, science will probably progress to that. Maybe, you know, you could consider them real women, uh, at this state in it, they're not women, uh, you know, and people that want to, uh, push that narrative down your throat that they're real women. Uh, for me, you're just like a flat earther. My favorite thing is when those are the type of people that are making fun of flat earthers or maybe anti-vaxxers and you're right in there. You're one in the same, you're no different. Uh, you're, you're, you're the same as a flat earther. You know what I mean? You're like, uh, you're just ignoring science. Oh yeah. But science, science, science says this. Yeah. 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 Science says they're men. You know what I mean? They're biological men. And, uh, you know, you got to pump them full of hormones and everything else to give them, to give you the impression that they're women, but they're not, they're men. So it is what it is. But, uh, I just think it's freaking hilarious that men are literally just stepping into women's lanes and taking this stuff away from women, you know, like women's athletics, uh, you know, women's beauty pageants, just dominating, 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 dominating. One trans woman in Nevada enters a pageant against a bunch of biological women and wins just one trans so either somebody's bullshitting and it's a bunch of virtue signaling, uh, you know, 
talking, you know, wanting to show, you know, how uh, inclusive Nevada is to trans, you know, since it's Pride Month, you know, we got a virtue signal, you know, uh, there's a whole crowd out there that loves to accuse people, you know, or throw that virtue signaling word around. So basically, it's either that or biological women that's born with a vagina just can't compete against uh, people, you know, that are born with a penis. And that's the bottom line. And then if we get into the Olympics, women, you're not going to be able to compete against this guy. You know what I mean? You're just not going to. I mean, look. Look at the size of this dude. He's huge. Look at his arms. You're not going to be able to compete. And that's just one freaking, that's just one freaking athlete. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what happens when uh, it's a whole bunch? You know what I mean? This just, it's just one dude right now that's, you know, that's that's come out as trans. What happens when it's 50 to 100 of them? Uh, they're going to be the strongest if it goes by, you know, nine trans athletes aim for the Tokyo Summer Olympics. Wow. I wonder how many of those are women, trans men, or, you know, that were women that uh, transitioned to, it said not, there's nine so, yeah, I wonder how many of those are trans men and how many are trans women. Like, how many of them are there that were women that transitioned to men that are now trying to compete? I'd love to know that. Nikki Hiltz. I bet you it's all men. Tiffany Airbrew, volleyball. Uh, but there are many other women in this situation. Hmm. I don't know. I'll have to do a little bit more research on that one, but I would love to know. That'd be a great something to know. I mean, it, it, you just take, let's just take the shot putt for example. You know what I mean? Men against, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's super simple. If you look at all of the Olympic stuff from, from track and field to anything in the Olympics, uh, if you look at the men's times, again, the best men against the best women, the women never outdo the men. The men are always better or faster and, you know, their times are always better than the women's. You know, I think I could be wrong there. I'm sure, you know, there's always going to be exceptions to that rule. You know, there's always one girl that can compete with the boys. The problem is, is she's just a girl. She usually stays a girl. You know what I mean? I don't know that she's, you know, transitioning into a dude to compete against the dudes. I will tell you when I was in the seventh or eighth grade, I think it was the seventh grade. I was like the second fastest guy uh, on our track team. Our first, the fastest guy was Raymond Washington. And then we had a guy named, uh, gosh, Hendricks. Uh, can't think of his first name. It's not Jimmy Hendricks. Not the guitarist, but uh, his last name was Hendrix. We always called him Hendrix. And uh, him and I were about the same speed. Uh, I could outrun him at times. Sometimes he could outrun me. But I was like the second, fa I was the second fastest in distance. So I guess the 440 is one loop around the track. And I was the fastest doing that. And I could run it in right around 60 seconds or a minute. 
And uh, at this track meet, I ran it in 57 seconds. And man, I was so proud of myself. I missed the school record by, I think, two seconds or something like that. I think the fastest it had ever been run was like back in the 40s, and it was like 55 or 56 seconds. I missed it by a second or two seconds, the school record. So I was stoked, dude. Like I thought I was like, I really thought I was something else because I had like the fastest time that day. And uh, I had grown up with this girl. And her dad was named Gerald Hobbs, and her dad was one of my dad's best friends. And we had known each other since we were little, little kids. And we didn't really see each other that much. But anyway, she she went to a competing school against me. And she was like supposedly, you know, this big uh, girls track star for their school. So I was interested. I think her name was Michelle. Yeah, Michelle Hobbs. So I was interested in seeing her run. And she was taller than I was. She was actually bigger than I was. She was like six foot, I guess. Her dad was huge, though. So, you know, her she had big parents or large parents, tall parents. And uh, she ran. And I was like, damn, that was fast. And then she crossed the freaking finish line at 56 seconds. She beat my time. I was 57 seconds, and she beat my time by one second. And ended up having the fastest time of the day. And I was pretty devastated. I wasn't devastated, but I was really shocked because uh, I had just pulled off the best time I'd ever ran. I always ran like 60, like right at a minute, 61, 62 seconds, you know, just over a minute. And that day I really dug deep and uh, run it in 50 seconds, 57 seconds. And then she ended up running into second quicker than I did. And that was the first time I'd ever ran it in more it faster than, than a minute. So I was really stoked. And then to have her beat me, uh, you know, it was an ego check, but you know, it is what it is. So you are going to have those girls that are phenoms, like with anything else that can compete with the boys, uh, and can beat the boys, you know, in certain instances when they're just, uh, gifted at certain, you know, at certain genres of sports. You know what I mean? But on the overall whole, 90, 99% of the girls can't compete with the guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not a young man. I guarantee you I could get out on a football field with a bunch of high school girls and probably just mow over them. And I'm not even a big guy. I'm only, you know, I'm only 5'10 and a half, 185 pounds. I guarantee you put me on a football field with a bunch of girls. And I guarantee you, the majority of them, I could probably just mow over them. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Like, even on a basketball court, say we're not going to get physical like football on a basketball court. Put me on a basketball court with a bunch of high school girls. Most of those girls, I haven't played basketball in years, but I bet you I could compete to beat probably 7 out of 10 of those girls, if not 10 out of 10. So it is what it is, you know, so, and I'm an old ass man, you know, and that's why I'm using that as a, as a reference. I mean, girls, you know, high school girls, 16, 17 years old, junior or senior high school girls against an old ass man like me. Can they stop me on the basketball court? Most of them probably not, but I bet you I can, I bet you I can, my defense can stop most of them. Now, like I said, there's going to be girls that can get around me. Uh, but, uh, you know, when it come down to it, on a, like I said, one out of 10, I'm going to probably be able to take about seven out of 10. Uh, I would, 
almost bet money or years off of my life. That's how, you know, that's how uh, assured of myself I am there. So anyway, uh, let me know what you guys think about this. I think it's just, uh, you know, I mean, I'm not saying this person doesn't look like a woman. I mean, the person does look like a woman. So they've done a lot to transition. My whole problem with it is that person was born with a penis. And that person just took a crown off of a person that was born with a vagina. That person with a penis, and may still have a penis. I don't know. You don't, and that's another thing you don't know. Does it? Ha- does she have a penis, or does she? Is everything been chopped off down there? It doesn't matter. It's had to been removed, which doesn't make a hill of beans. It's like the old adage: you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a pig. You know what I mean? Doesn't matter what you do. You grow your hair out. You put on uh, makeup. You're still a dude. You know when it comes right down to it. And you just took this crown and this sash off of a biological woman, and so. You'll go on to the Miss USA. And what if this person wins now the Miss USA pageant? So that'll mean that will mean that men are now dominating women's beauty pageants. We've literally just come into them. Uh, first person I know of on the Miss USA stage and wins Nevada. So no woman, no biolog- no person this year for the state of Nevada that was born with a vagina will represent the state of Nevada in the uh, Miss USA pageant. Miss, M-I-S-S, Miss, or M-S, Miss USA pageant. So it's just, uh, it's a clown world we're living in, man. It's just, uh, it's ludicrous. It's just stupid shit. It literally is. I mean, you can look at it any way you want to look at it. It's just, it's dumb. Uh, But anyway, oh, I've been ranting. I uh, just want to keep this to a half hour. So I've been ranting my half hour. Uh, jump in the comments down there. Let me know what you think, ladies. I know a lot of you ladies are very, uh, you know, very, very into being allies of, you know, the trans community and stuff. I get that. I understand, you know, that they have problems, you know, uh, you know, being attacked or, you know, you hear about them being killed and all kinds of stuff. You know, so I I understand those things. I will also say that, you know, part of that problem is I get on the dating apps now because I'm a heterosexual guy. And it's very alarming for a heterosexual guy to go through like something like Tinder or Bumble or something like that. And you have all of these trans women uh, in the heterosexual men, uh, you know, on on a supposedly heterosexual site. You know, and then I got on, uh, I think it was Tinder because I hadn't been on there like a year. I got on there the other day just to see because I guess the app updated. So the app looked a little bit different. So I wanted to see what it was all about. And I literally had to answer a bunch of trans questions before I could get into my profile. Like I had, are you a, are you an ally of the trans community? Uh, what, what would you do if you went out on a trans date? Like a bunch of, I'm like, what the f- is this? What is this? I didn't say anywhere in my profile that I'm trans, that I'm gay, that I'm interested in gay or any of that stuff. So why are you force feeding this bullshit down my throat in a heterosexual dating site? That shit makes me angry. And it doesn't all, it don't just, it doesn't just make me angry. Uh, this whole thing with, uh, you know, I, I put like James Charles, let's jump into that really quick. So if you don't know who James Charles is, Let's pull him up really quick. 
So James Charles is a huge YouTuber. And that, you know, that's another thing that, you know, that I've watched men take away from women. I've watched, uh, what is this not doing? Uh, I've watched these, what in the fuck is going on? Why is this not working? Caps. Shit. So anyway, uh, James Charles. So that's another thing that I've watched men take away from women is, uh, so James Charles is a YouTuber. There's a good picture of him. And, you know, he's just a, he's just, you know, he's not a, he's not trans. He's just a gay dude. Uh, but he's a big beauty guru. So he's got 25 million subscribers on YouTube. And then you have next to him, you have Jeffrey Star. So this is another one. So the, Jeffrey was the first one. So this is another dude, beauty guru. So you have James Charles and you have Jeffree Star. So Jeffree Star has 16 million uh, YouTube subscribers in the beauty category. So what do they do? They teach women how to put on makeup. So me being in the TV and film industry, something I've really seen over the last, you know, five, six, seven years is, you know, used to when as and as a photographer, uh, for 20 years, when I hired a makeup artist or when somebody, you know, contacted me to be, you know, wanted to collaborate for makeup and stuff, it was always women, you know, women do makeup, men didn't do makeup. Now, the last five years, you know, even on set, you know, I'll go to a makeup trailer early in the morning to check out, you know, to check in with hair and makeup. And, you know, oh, half the time it's men. Men are the makeup artists. Men are the head of makeup. You know, it's some gay dude that's the head of the makeup department and all the women work below him. When it used to be all women, that used to be their, their lane, their genre. It was always all women. And now you have most, you know, half the time you go in there, there's men. And a lot of times men running the thing, you know, men's the, the main hair or the main, you know, the main hair person or the main makeup person. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I mean, I literally just worked on a music video a couple of weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago. And the, the makeup person for one of the, the principal, uh, the principal talent, was a guy and he was just as nice as could be. He was just a gay guy. He was nice as could be. He did a great job. It's just, but my whole thing is, is they've just taken jobs away from women. That was, you know, women's expertise is hair and makeup. And now men are the experts at hair and makeup and women just celebrate it. They're just so glad that they lost that lane. I mean, women bitch and complain about they don't have this lane or they don't have that lane or, you know, they can't do this or there's not enough women firefighters or there's not enough women this or there's not enough women that there need to be more women. There needs to be like, uh, you know, there needs to be more, uh, you know, everything needs to be equal for women, equal rights for women and all the shit that was women's that men didn't want. Now, all the, now men run that like, I don't know. And, and women celebrate it. Women are not offended by it. They don't think anything of it. Or if they do, they don't say anything or they're scared to say anything, I guess. And, and that's what happened today with my, uh, my Instagram post is I was contacted by several women that said, thank you. And not one of them was like a crazy Trump supporter. So it was all leftist women that said, thank you. So it leads me to believe there's a lot of women out there that believe they're just scared to speak up. They're just, they're too scared to say anything. Because, you know, nobody wants to get canceled, uh, except for me. 
Um, yeah, I don't give a damn. Can't, you know, go ahead. Cancel me. Cancel, cancel, cancel. I'm not worried about, can't, I'm not worried about your cancel, cancel culture. I'm all about uh, being a rebel baby and I'm going to say whatever the hell I want to say. You know what I mean? Uh, you're not going to, uh, you're not going to bully me into a box. I'm going to say whatever the hell I want to say. And with that being said, that's going to do it for this video of the American Nomad podcast. I want to thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in. And, uh, you know, whether you agree with me or not, if you want to argue with me in the comments or call me dirty, dirty names or bad names or whatever, hit me down in the comments and I'll comment back. I always read them all. So anyway, that's going to do it for this uh, episode, and uh, we will see you tomorrow, Wednesday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for the live stream, which will either be on YouTube or, I mean, it'll be on, it'll be broadcast on YouTube or Twitch, so you can watch from either one. All right, guys, that's going to do it. Thank you for listening to the American Nomad Podcast. Until next time, keep looking up because that's where it all is.